In the heart of Pittsburgh, within the hallowed halls of Carnegie Mellon University, a man named Randy Pausch taught computer science. But Randy was not just any professor, he was a beacon of inspiration and a living testament to human resilience. His life took a dramatic turn in August 2006 when he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. The prognosis was grim, but Randy decided to face this cruel twist of fate with courage and positivity. A year later, the cancer had metastasized. His doctors, their faces etched with a mix of professional detachment and personal sorrow, gave him an estimate. About six months of good health left. Six months. How does one confront such a reality? For Randy, it was with an unwavering determination to make sure that each of those remaining days counted. In September 2007, Randy delivered an extraordinary lecture at Carnegie Mellon University titled The Last Lecture, Really Achieving Your Childhood Dreams. It wasn't a lecture about dying, but rather about living life to its fullest. On the illuminated stage, Randy's powerful voice detailed his journey, struggles, and triumphs, sharing his dreams and experiences that ranged from working at Disney to floating in zero gravity. His inspiring words resonated globally and later transformed into a best-selling book, spoke of a life lived passionately, and served as a testament to overcoming challenges and seizing every moment. Randy's story serves as a powerful reminder that life is not about how much time we have, but about what we do with that time. It's about making every day count, about living life to the fullest, and about enabling the dreams of others, even in the face of the greatest adversities. Welcome to Live, Love, Learn, a podcast where we delve into living life to the fullest, nurturing self-love and loving others, and embracing lifelong learning. I'm on a quest to discover happiness and contentment in a world increasingly fixated on negativity. I embark on this journey not only for myself, but with a deeper purpose, to leave a roadmap to happiness for my sons and to invite anyone else who wishes to join as I strive to live my life to its full potential. This is Live, Love, Learn, the podcast. The story of Randy Push is one I think we all can learn from. It would have been easy to just live out his days angry and bitter as he was succumbing to cancer, but he didn't. He made a conscious effort to live his life to its fullest. His story is inspirational, but inspiration without action fades away quickly. We always have those moments where we think we really need to enjoy life to its fullest and we need to take advantage of every day because we never know when it might end, but it's hard to keep up that energy. You get back into the grind of normal life and sort of lose that perspective. So let's find some ways to take actionable steps to make living life to its fullest a part of our everyday plan. Before we get into the actionable ways, let's just take a moment to explore the concept of living life to its fullest. Living life to its fullest is a subjective phrase that can vary significantly based on personal beliefs, values, and experiences. However, it generally signifies living in a way that optimizes personal fulfillment, happiness, and meaning. Here are some of the more common interpretations, and I'm happy to say that they align pretty well with the journey that I'm on. The first is pursuing passions, engaging in activities that bring joy and satisfaction, such as hobbies, work, volunteering, or whatever brings you joy and satisfaction. This often involves pursuing personal passions and interests. Secondly, relationships. Building and maintaining meaningful relationships with family, friends, and others. Deep connections with others often add richness to life. Third, self-improvement. Continual learning and personal growth, which may involve education, skill building, self-reflection, and challenging yourself to move outside of comfort zones. 
Number four, health and well-being, taking care of one's physical and mental health. This can involve exercise, a balanced diet, adequate sleep, mindfulness, and seeking help when needed. Fifth, experiences. Seeking out new experiences and adventures such as travel, trying new foods, or exploring different cultures can broaden perspectives and enhance appreciation for life's variety. Six, purpose. Finding a sense of purpose or meaning in life. This can be through work, creativity, spiritual practices, or contributing to a cause that's important to you. It's a very personal endeavor. Mindfulness, number seven, living in the moment, appreciating life as it happens rather than being overly focused on the past or future. Number eight, resilience, facing challenges and setbacks with resilience and optimism, learning from difficulties rather than being overwhelmed by them. Number nine, balance. Finding a balance between work, leisure, relationships, personal time. It can be a crucial part of our existence to avoid burnout and maintain overall happiness. And finally, gratitude. Practicing gratitude regularly can help you focus on the positive aspects of your life and contribute to overall happiness and fulfillment. Remember that living life to its fullest doesn't mean every moment will be perfect or filled with euphoria. Life inevitably includes hardships and struggle. However, embracing these moments as opportunities for growth and learning can also be a part of our full, rich life. I find it really cool that all the things I've been working on so far directly relate to living life to its fullest. Happy coincidence, honestly, but it sure feels like it was intentional, and I'm happy that this journey is leading me this way. I'll definitely be sure to put the research used in creating this list in the podcast description because as we get into these actionable items, again, I want to make sure that we're all feeling good about the fact that these are researched ways for us to realize that we are living our life to its fullest and being happy. So let's get to it. So how can we make sure we're pursuing our passions? Well, that's allocating regular time each week to engage in a passion of yours. If you love painting, for example, schedule a couple of hours each week dedicated to creating art. Make this time non-negotiable to ensure you're prioritizing those interests. How about relationships? Well, set up regular virtual or in-person meetups with your loved ones. Start a monthly family game night or a weekly video call with a distant friend. Regular, consistent contact helps nurture relationships. This is something that we've recently done in my family, although it's not every month, but we continue to schedule the next time we're going to hang out every time we hang out and just make sure that we don't lose sight of making it a priority to hang out. So, And it's gone really well. I'm, I'm happy that we've reconnected in that way. How about self-improvement? What can we do there? Well, challenge yourself to learn about something new each month. This could be through reading a book, taking an online course, or learning a new skill. For example, if you've always wanted to learn how to cook Italian cuisine, sign up for a class or find a cooking tutorial online to start making that happen. Health and well-being. Incorporate physical activity into your daily routine, such as a 30-minute walk every morning. Also, consider starting a mindfulness practice, such as meditating for 10 minutes each day or engaging in regular yoga sessions and, of course, getting enough sleep at night. Experiences. Well, how do we do that? We plan small adventures or new experiences every month. Just start with one a month. This could be visiting a town nearby that you've never been to or trying a new restaurant or taking a weekend trip to explore a new area. I'm happy to say that 
uh, my sister and I, in a couple weeks, are going to be going to experience something that I've not done in a long time, and certainly not with her, uh, go to a concert. We're going to go up to Nashville and see a concert. So I'm super excited about that. And again, planning these things out and making sure you do them is just a good way to make sure you're living your life to its fullest. Let's go with purpose now. How do you make sure that you're living your life with purpose? Well, Spend some time reflecting on what gives your life meaning and purpose. Think about it. Think about what makes you feel like you have a purpose. And once you have that idea, find ways to incorporate it into your life more. If you find purpose in helping others, then consider volunteering at a local organization or maybe starting your own local charity or organization, as I've had several of my friends uh, do. And they've enjoyed those times, and they've actually been pretty successful when they've done it. Next is mindfulness. Let's think about ways we can handle that. How about trying to practice mindfulness daily? You could start by spending five minutes each morning simply paying attention to your breath and observing your surroundings, making sure that you're present in the moment. Try mindful eating by focusing on the taste, texture, and smell of your food rather than watching something while you're eating and not even paying attention at all. Really get into the things, the activities that you are doing on a daily basis as much as you can. How about resilience? Well, when faced with a challenge, try to view it as an opportunity for growth. Practice positive self-talk and remind yourself of past challenges you've overcome. That can help build resilience. And more than anything else, it can help you focus on the good things in your life and not continue to think about the past or things that have gone wrong. So it's all about making sure you tell yourself that you're going to be positive and that this experience is is a part of your journey, but it's not going to define your journey. How about balance? Well, Make sure you create a schedule that involves time for things that help you feel balanced. So schedule time for work, schedule time for rest, for socializing or hobbies. If you find that one area is dominating, make adjustments to ensure you're maintaining balance. If you're working 80 hours a week and you find yourself unhappy, start balancing that out a little bit if you can and take a little bit of time off and put that time towards something that you really enjoy doing. And finally, gratitude. I think this is such an important one. Keep a gratitude journal, write down those things that you're grateful for. They don't have to be big things. Um, Even something as simple as a sunny day or, man, that cup of coffee this morning was really good and I enjoyed it. That can be a source of gratitude as well. So it doesn't have to be huge, amazing things like, oh, this amazing house you live in or this beautiful car. It can just be the little things that you enjoy throughout the course of the day. I know that these are a lot of things to take in at the same time, but I think it's important just to get a good reference of what living life to its fullest means in terms of research. And once again, the research for these findings will be put into the description of the podcast in case you want to do more research on your own. So let's get to last week's challenge. I I actually posted a few things on TikTok and my Facebook page, so I'm happy to follow through. I'll continue to try to post things as a regular part of this journey, and hopefully I'll improve on the posts. They definitely weren't amazing posts, but they did get a few watches and a couple likes. So anything that could possibly help someone find this journey and help them improve their journey on being happy and living life to their fullest, happy to get eyes on it, and hopefully this can be helpful for someone. And I hope you were able to focus on something that you wanted to learn about last week so that you can begin your adventure into lifelong learning as well. I actually picked up a few new learning paths this week that I'm pretty excited about, but I'm going to keep those secret for now as I do want them to be surprises for family and friends. And although there aren't very many family and friends at this point that are listening to the podcast, uh, the the important ones that I really want to you know be able to surprise with this are. So 
stay tuned for more info on that in the future. I'd also like to mention that there's been an unintended and very cool ripple effect of this journey, uh, and specifically my reading habit. Just the process of reading every night after I put EJ to bed has caused my oldest to start reading on the couch with me, time he was formerly using by being on his iPad. So I'm really happy that I'm seeing positive effects on my son already in the early stages of this journey. It definitely solidifies why I'm doing this. In my wildest dreams, I thought maybe someday down the road he'd find this podcast and listen to it and feel more connected with me and learn more about my experiences in this world. But the fact that it is already impacting him um, just means so much to me. And I'm, I'm so happy that I'm doing this. So my weekly challenge this week is going to be to continue to develop the habits I've been working on, continuing to read, continue to focus on self-love. I may go back and listen to all the podcasts so far in order to really keep things fresh in my mind for this week so I can make even more progress. I guess an update on that makes sense. Um, I've continued to read daily and have now finished two books since episode four. And by the way, that means I've read more books this past month than I did in the past 10 years. Yeah, you heard that right. I have not read a book cover to cover in the last 10 years, probably more, but I know for sure not in the last 10 years. If you struggle with reading for any reason, but especially if you have ADHD, I recommend getting the Kindle app and then get the accompanying Audible book so that you can use immersive reading. The text is highlighted in the Kindle app as the Audible narration is read, so it gives you the ability to really focus on reading and following along, and it really just helps me focus. It's been immensely helpful um, for me, especially coupled with the nightly habit of reading that I've developed. Definitely look into that if you struggle and invest in noise-canceling headphones if you can because if you're easily distracted while reading, it can it really is a game-changer. And it is for me to be able to just continue to focus on reading regardless of what the surroundings are. So I guess it makes sense here as well to just let you all know the books that I'm reading. Most of you who are following along with this journey probably already know that one of them is Atomic Habits. It's a big game changer if, if that's something that you're wanting to get into and build habits, um, I definitely recommend reading that. And then the most recent book that I finished is called What We Owe the Future. And it is a very perspective building book. It's got a lot of data and how we can change things now in order to help make future generations. I'm not talking about our kids or their kids. I'm talking about hundreds of years from now what humanity may look like and what things we could possibly do now to help that out. And although it, there are parts in it that are a little bit difficult because it talks about the possible ends of humanity and things like that, overall I found it to be inspirational as just a perspective builder and just thinking about things from a different perspective. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I would recommend reading that, although just remember that it is heavy. Um, and I don't know that I understood every part of it, but I definitely enjoyed it and it gave me an interesting perspective. And I'm actually halfway through the next book, um, which is pretty amazing as well. And that is about Randy Pausch in his last lecture book. And again, this one is full of stories, anecdotes, things that make you think a little bit more and give you perspective about life in general and how to focus on doing the things that you really want to be doing. So again, as a part of this journey, if you're on this journey with me, I would definitely recommend reading uh, The Last Lecture. Originally, I thought it was going to be very sad. And there's definitely sad moments, but there's an overwhelming feeling of positivity that I have as I'm reading it. 
I don't know if that's because of the journey that I'm on and because of how well it's going or if it's just the way the book is read. But either way, I think it's something that as humans we should think about and try to you know, interpret in ways that can be meaningful to us. I will try to continue to keep everyone updated on the books that I'm reading um, throughout this journey. Uh, hopefully, you know, again, the end goal of this is for my sons to find this someday and uh, direct them towards some books that will give them perspective on life and hopefully give them some perspective on how to be better humans and be happier and just live their lives to the fullest. Again, that is the whole reason why I'm doing this. So anything that I can share along those lines, I'll continue to do. There'll be no review this week because I think it makes sense to do it every three or four episodes instead of weekly. And, you know, since this is my podcast, I guess I can just do it because I want to without explanation. But it just seems to make sense to me that every three or four episodes we do a little review of the previous three or four weeks and then maybe even a bigger overview of the entire journey just to make sure that it's continuing to be something that I'm keeping in my mind. I think that about does it for this episode. Join me next week when I start exploring the individual concept that we talked about today regarding living life to its fullest. So next week, we'll start with pursuing passions. We'll look at how to determine what your passions are and then how to pursue them and how to make it an actionable part of our everyday lives. Sending love and positive vibes your way as always. And I hope we can all focus more on living, loving, and learning this week. See you next time. Thanks once again for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show with topics you'd like me to explore or any other feedback that you think could help improve this journey for myself, my sons, and anyone else listening, please email me at livelovelearnthepodcast at gmail.com.